Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. show that we're going to have tonight. Uh, I'm Coach D, also known as Robert Denson. Uh, now it's time to join Diamond in the Rough Football Recruiting. Uh, Diamond in the Rough Football Recruiting, if you have not received a call from a college coach within the last month, it is time to take a look at your plan B, especially your seniors. We're here, we're here to help you get to the next level. Once again, visit our website, fill out the questionnaire at www.ditrfr.com, and let us help you get to the next level. Please make sure that you have registered for the Eligibility Center by going to www.eligibilitycenter.org. In order to take any official visits, your seniors out there, you must be registered with the Eligibility Center. Also, that you make sure that you're preparing yourself not only for Friday night or Thursday night or Saturday night, but make sure that you're preparing yourself for the ACT or SAT. You also should have your score sent directly to the NCAA Eligibility Center or the NC uh, or the NAIA Eligibility Center. For having your score sent directly to the Eligibility Center, make sure you use code nine 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 
Once again, for the Eligibility Center, when you're registering for the SAT or ACT, make sure you use code 999. And for the kids that, student athletes that's going to the ninth, uh, to the NAIA Eligibility Center, make sure you use code 9876 for the NAIA Eligibility Center. ACT test dates and SAT uh, test date for the remainder of this year. Uh, first, we have for the SAT, we have two more times to take the test. Uh, seniors, your tests must be done in order to receive a scholarship. You must complete the tests in order to have your test scores back by signing day. You must complete the test in the month of December. Uh, the two dates that we have remaining for the SAT is November 7th and December 5th. Now for the ACT, you only have one more time to take the test, and that's on December 12th. Now, Diamond Senior Showcase is open to all uncommitted seniors for the class of 2016. We have four locations that we'll be hosting our camp for seniors and also underclassmen. For all uncommitted seniors, that means that you have no offers, that you have had no interest from any college or university around the country. This is a great opportunity for Division II, uh, some FCS, NIA, and Division III, and also junior college for the student athletes that does not qualify. Remember this also, seniors. Most of the 2016 class has been completed by major universities. They still may be a couple openings, but please not think that if you're not having a great senior year, that a Division I coach is going to come knock on your door. So please take time out to take a look at Diamond Showcase. This event is for seniors with one last opportunity to perform in front of college coaches. After the skill and competition session, seniors will have the opportunity to interact with college coaches. Now, for all you underclassmen from grade that will be in the grade 8 through 11, we also uh, invite you to come to the Diamond Showcase. You guys will report between one uh, your your events start from 1 to 5. The schedule for the underclassmen, your report for registration from 1230 to 1.30. From 1.30 to 2, we'll do a recruiting seminar. And 2 to 5, uh, we will have a full showcase for you guys. You guys will do all the uh, testing. The seniors will not do testing. Now, uh, on to tonight's show. Um, we have some great guests lined up for uh, tonight's show, this is week seven, and we reach out across the country. We did a lot of evaluation, and we're not just picking on the East Coast, but we had two outstanding young men that had an excellent past week. Uh, the first man, that uh, young uh, student athlete that we're going to bring on tonight uh, after a short break, uh, he's going to be from North Carolina. I'm going to bring him on. He's going to introduce himself, and uh, we're going with the show. So guess uh Quick 30-second break, and we'll be back with our first guest. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for a short break. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Diamond Show. This week is week seven, player of the week. Our first guest is from North Carolina. Uh, his name is Thomas. I'm going to let him uh, introduce himself, and we'll go on from there. How are you doing tonight, Thomas? How are you? I'm doing great. Tell our listeners a little something about yourself and what high school, and uh, just give us a little background on yourself. We also have college coaches that is tuned in tonight. Um, yes, I'm a 6'2", 190-pound receiver. Um, I go to Northwest Guilford High School. I'm a junior this year um, at my house. I have two older sisters that go to UNC Chapel Hill. One goes to NC State. Uh, I have a father and my mother and a little brother that plays JV, who's a freshman this year. Wow, pretty active family. You, you, know, you sound like you guys love that, that North Canada area. That, that's great. That's great. That's great. Um, if you have taken the SAT or SAT, uh, give our, our listeners something about your current GPA and test scores. Um, I have a, a 4.0 GPA right now. Um, we're taking the PSAT tomorrow, believe it or not. And, um, yeah, school is um, very important to me, obviously, and, you know, our coach stresses it a lot. Yeah, that's great. You know, uh, one thing I can say about in, in – from prior guests that we have had on the uh, Diamond Show, one thing that we do stress on in order to be a, a, a player of the week for the Diamond Showcase or Diamond and Rough Football Recruiting, one thing you must have, you must have the academics. And for the last three weeks in a row, we have had student athletes on with a 4.0, and that is outstanding. Uh, that's what more and more universities and colleges are looking for is a student uh, first, because if you, if you look at it, you're a student and then you're an athlete. Uh, once you get into college, what are you planning on majoring in? Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about it, and I'm leaning towards business, but I haven't made any final decisions about it. But um, but yeah, that's kind of I've asked my dad about it, and that's kind of what he wants. He'd like to see me go into. Oh, okay. Let me tell you, give you a little secret, give you a little heads up in regards to business. I was a business major. That's an excellent field to go into uh, because you can you know, pretty much run your own business, uh, pretty much do your own thing. Uh, but don't, you know, uh, don't let us coach you into go into something that you really love doing. You know, if, if it's, uh, you know, whatever it takes for you to be successful in life, that's what we look for. Uh, business is a great field, but, you know, just keep all your options open. Yes, yeah. Okay. Um, what position you would like to play once you get into college? Um. You know, I, uh, I can play offense and defense, but um, offense is what I believe I'm better at. But um, I play mostly anywhere on offense. You know, I played quarterback last Friday. I played running back. But well, I'm usually more of a receiver using this offense. Oh, okay. Okay. If I, if I, you don't mind, uh, I'm asking you, uh, do you know what your 40 time is? So fast, <clears throat> um, I ran one at NC State and I ran a 4.63. Wow, that's 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 good. That's great. That's great. You know, we, we you know, uh, uh, one thing I, I can say also about student athletes around the country, they don't flourish their time. I have a lot of kids say they run, you know, four fours, four threes, and things like that. If you look around in the NFL, you don't have, you know, you don't almost hear about four fours or four threes in the NFL. So that's outstanding. You're running a four six, and you're going. Uh, you still got one more year to improve on your speed and things like that. Um. Why should a college coach choose you in the recruiting process? 
Um, you know, why coaches should choose me because, you know, I might not pop out to you on like all the measurables and everything, but when it, um, <clears throat> when it comes down to it, um, I'm going to beat the guy in front of me every time because, you know, um, and when the ball's in the air, I'm going to go get it because, you know, I may not have the fastest 40. I may not be the biggest, but, you know, I, I know how to win. That's, that's what I like to hear. You know, uh, uh, too many student athletes, they, they get caught up in, in, in the measurables and, and, and things like that. Um, you know, uh, I like what Charlie Strong said a couple of years ago. He's looking for football players. And, and, and that's one thing that um, most of my student athletes come over, they, they're, they're, they're football players. Right? And that's what most colleges need to do a little bit more focus on, don't get caught up in the overheight shorts and T-shirts. So um, that's outstanding. Do you have any objectives of going to the Midwest, West Coast to play football? Um, yeah, my um, my dad went to Iowa University. He played football at South Dakota, but then he transferred to Iowa. So a bunch of my family went to Iowa. Um, I, if if I had to go to the Midwest, it'd be to go to Iowa. But you know, I I, I just want to play football somewhere. You know, it doesn't really. You know, I'd like to stay close to home, but wherever wherever it takes me, I'll go. Oh, that's good. That's good. What goals have you set for the remainder of, of, of this year? Um, well, last year as a sophomore, I had 100 catches. And, you know, when I go on these college visits, everyone's asking me, are you going to have 100 catches again? And I'll be like, no, I'm having more than 100 this year. I, I'm, I'm about halfway there so far. We got, we're about halfway into the season. So I think I'm on pace for it. But, um, yeah, that's my goal, have 100 catches. But, you know, that's just a personal goal. But we got to win conference, too. And we look to make a deep run into the state playoff this season. Oh, that's that, that's great. See, the, the thing, it, it, my listeners out there and college coaches you listen to, um, one thing about our student athletes, you know, they they set their egos aside and, and they're more about team football. And, and, and that's one thing uh, I can say, you know, just, you know, going back and forth with his high school coach, um, you know, I, I sent out a bow in regards to, you know, him being the player of the week and things like that. And, and his, his coach speaks very highly of, of him because he's a student athlete. What I mean by that is uh, he's a great football player on the field, but the main thing is he has great character. And off the field, he's also, you know, a, a great young man uh, based on what his high school coach has advised me in regards to when we was in the process of uh, nominating him for player of the week. Now, let me ask you, did you feel that you was in the zone last Friday night? When you was out there performing, or you just go out and and just just be a baller. Um, you know I don't, you know I'm always in that game zone every Friday, but um, you know so you you just gotta go out and do your thing. But um, sometimes the ball might be thrown to you more than other nights. But um, statistically it wasn't my best night. But I just want um, you know I just had to do my own thing. You know, I, plays came to me. You know, you, my dad always told me you gotta let the game come to you, and that's that's just what I had to go out and do. But when the ball was coming my way, I just had to, I had to do what I had to do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You, just, you know, you don't get caught up in the stats. You know, you don't worry about how many touches you get. You just go out and do what you need to do. Do your assignment. Uh, that's outstanding. Sure. Now, besides away from football and social media, give us some of the things, that, uh, some of your hobbies. Um. Well, the majority of my hobbies are um, around sports. You know, I like playing uh, 
soccer on the weekends with my friends or like playing basketball. I play basketball at our school. Um, you know, I just love, you know, whenever I'm hanging out with my friends, we're always going out and doing something sports related. But, um, that's, that's, I like hanging out with my friends. But like I said, it always kind of comes back to playing sports in some way. Okay. Now, sports basketball. I know we're going to low away sports basketball now. Wait a minute. You play basketball too? What would you, what you yes, play? Uh, um, power forward. I play I play about every position, but yeah, usually two, three, four. Are what I what I mainly play at the school. Okay, all right. What camps do you plan on attending this summer? Um, well, the past summer I attended NC State, Charlotte, um, Virginia Tech. I'm trying to think of a couple more, but I look um to go back to a couple of those: NC State, ECU, Charlotte. Virginia Tech, Virginia, Chapel Hill, Duke, schools like schools around my area, and you know, because I, I I like to stay around my area. But again, like if I have the opportunity to travel to go to a camp, I, I do that too. Oh, okay, okay, that's good, that's good. Uh, one thing in mind uh, in regards to, uh, and I'm pretty sure you've been well schooled in regards to when it comes to uh, these junior days that's going to be upon you very soon when we start getting into February and March. Uh, one thing I, I really want you to take in consideration if you don't take anything else away from uh, tonight's show is um, try to stay within 150 miles of your, your home because uh, once you start going out of state and things like that, uh, college coaches, I'm not trying to discourage students from going uh, to come to visit your campus, but that becomes very expensive uh, when you're looking at a family, uh, at least four, uh, taking a trip because uh, – your parents are going to have to pick up that tab. So just keep that in mind. Uh, you know, try yeah, to stay sure. within the miles in, in regards to that. Yeah, now, I'm like that. Oh, okay. All right. I, I have to look out for the family. And, you know, um, you know because one thing is if you, you know, you're going to continue to excel and continue to get exposure and things like that, you're going to start receiving uh, letters in the mail from college coaches and things from around the country. Uh, they're going to try to invite you to come to, you know, visit their campus and things like that. If there's no offer on the table, no strong offers, no great communication with the college coaches, you know, just, you know, I'm not trying to discourage you from going to the West Coast or the Mid Coast. Just, just use very good wisdom. If you start something, if your coach uh, don't have the answer, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure your coach will give you, uh, provide you my cell number. You can give me a call or your parents can give me a call with any type of questions and things in regards to recruiting uh, because, one thing is, um, one thing about Diamond and Rope, we do not believe in having kids go from camp to camp for junior days and there's nothing on the table or going to summer camps around the country. You know, it does not make sense to you to go to Arizona. I'm just using Arizona as an example, and there's no off on the table. They just want you to come to camp. Just right. be very Okay. Which schools, uh, uh, which schools have showed interest in you so far? Um, well, I have an offer from Elon University, which is a, a school in Burlington, which is about 30 minutes away. But um, the schools that have shown the most interest are um, Virginia Tech, Duke, and NC State, um, Charlotte as well, and um, Virginia. Those are the probably the top five that have shown the most interest. Oh, okay. That's great. That's great. Interest going to pick up um, because once you – uh, continue to build on your highlight tape. I did post your highlight tape. I, I love your plays that you have on there. Um, 
we're just gonna we're gonna talk off the air. We're just gonna do a little tweaking to them because we want to get your wild plays up front uh, to get coaches okay. more excited across uh, across the country. Okay. Now, I always ask every student athlete uh, athlete this question here: What sets you apart from any other athlete in the country? Um, it's kind of like what I said that when it, it goes back to um, why college coaches recruit me. Um, you know, like I said, I'm go- I'm going to beat the guy in front of me. You know, it's just I don't know when I I go down and you know I, you you, don't, you might not know Mook, Mook Reynolds, but he's the true freshman up at Virginia Tech, and um, you know I, I played on a seven on seven team out of Charlotte with some of the top guys in the country, and um, you know I'm I, they said that they have, I have a switch in me, like when they watch me play, like. When I'm off the field, I'm just like kind of just like regular guy. But when I get on the field, I just there's a switch, and you know, it just kind of there's, it just kind of brings out the beast in me. But um, so I I love competing and I I love winning. I I don't like losing. So um, I think that's that just what kind of like separates me from everyone else. I don't think everyone has that switch, and even the guys that have the switch, you know, maybe doesn't go up go up as high as mine. Oh, that that that's great. That is that that's that's awesome there. You know. I call that a silent lamb. You know, when you off the when you off the field, you're the nicest guy. But once you get on the field, your friends they're no longer your friends. Uh, that, yeah. That's outstanding. One last question. I'll let you get out of here. I'll let you go ahead and enjoy your family. I really appreciate you taking a, a, a few minutes with us tonight. What would you like to leave with the coaches uh, about yourself? What, say to the coaches. Yes. Well, um, well you know. Like I said, I'm not big on – I may not have the fastest 40. I, I know that. And I might – you know, I, I don't like to bring race into it, but, you know, I'm, I'm just a white kid playing receiver. But, um, you know, I I promise you, like, you put me out on the field, I'm going to win, you know. But and I'm going to do whatever you ask me to do. And that's just that's just kind of all I have, you know. I'm just going to give it my all every play. Um, You know, I, I promise you, you know, I'm just gonna, you're just gonna find the dog in me. You know, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm not gonna take no as an answer. You know, I'm just gonna keep fighting until I get what I want. See, that's outstanding. And, and, and please, you know, don't get caught up on that because if you start looking around in the league, you look at the slots, you look at, uh, you look at Green Bay. You know, talent found itself. Your skill level will find yourself. You know. Uh, you would, like I say, kids say they're running four fours and four threes, and they're not on the track team. That that scares me. You know, uh, you know. I always tell the story here, and then I'm gonna let you go. There's a kid told me he ran a four three, and he said he was running down the hill. So is he really running a four three, running down the hill, and it's freeing his time? Yeah. You know, so <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, just just don't get caught up in that. You know, just just go out and continue what you're doing. I I, I wish you nothing but success. Um, I want to commend your parents because you, you came across very excellent, came across very strong and very energetic. Um, we're going to take Thank a you. short break and then we're going to uh, have your uh, high school coach on uh, for a few minutes and we're just going to uh, continue the show. So we're just going to take another 30 second break and uh, we're going to have you, uh, believe it or not, we're going to have his high school coach on in a few minutes and he's just going to uh, just give an update on, in regards to how the season is going. Okay. Thank you for having me. No problem. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out.
Thank you for taking time out to listen to the Diamond Show. This is Coach D. And we have our head coach on. That was a great young uh, Thomas head, um, uh, head coach is now on, and he's going to introduce himself. That was a great student athlete that we just had on. Yes, sir. Uh, this is uh, Jared Rolfus. I'm the head football coach at Northwest Guilford High School in Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, wow, Greensboro. It should be getting a little cool up there now, isn't it? it it's cooling down. It's, I'm sitting out here outside. We just ate a little restaurant sitting outside. It's probably in the uh, 60s, low 60s. It's cool. Not as probably warm as it is where you're at. <laughs> oh, well, we, we had we had cool today. I had to put the jacket on a little bit, the, the windbreaker. Uh, well, what, what's cool to you, like 75, 80? <laughs> it got down this morning. It was like 70 degrees, and, you know, that's a little cool for us. So, you know, yeah, we, yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah, I got two. I have two sisters that live in Fort Myers Beach, so I, I give them the hard time about the cold weather all the time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, Coach. That's good. That's good. You know, you always, yes, you know, I know you always disappear. I know you always do Christmas down in Florida every year, so I we, we understand that. So you know, yeah, <laughs> you guys don't want anything to do with Florida doing hurricane season, so we understand that. But you know, we, that's we right. survive. You know, we we, we survive that. Now, yes, Coach. Sir. How do you colorize your, your 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 current team this year? How do you feel that your team is uh, playing this year? Well, um, we are uh, six and one. Um, we just started conference play last week. We have a pretty small conference, so um, we lost. Uh, I'm sorry, we only lost one game on our non-conference schedule. We lost it with 57 seconds to go. Kind of a kind of a tough one. We didn't think we played real well in some areas that uh, we've kind of figured out some things now that we feel like we're playing better in. Um, so again, we you know we're one and zero in our conference. We play a pretty tough team coming Friday night. Their 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 record's not great, but we we feel like we've gotten off to a pretty good start, especially on defense. Our defensive coach has done a really really good job of putting us in position to really slow us down. We, we've had some up and down play at quarterback position. We made a change in the last couple games and had been getting to that point, and it's really helped us. The kid that stepped in has done a really good job, and we've got Thomas and a couple of the kids that can really make some plays on the edge, and we were finally able to give him the ball consistently, and Thomas had a really good night um, last Friday night. He had 176 yards receiving and about 75 yards rushing and three touchdowns and, and played really well in all special teams and things like that. He plays defense, and he, and he had to play a lot last two games just due to some injuries and things. Normally he doesn't play as much defense almost you know, for the reason of keeping him fresh for offense because he's our best player. So, so, yeah, we feel like we're off to a good start, and we've got a lot of ball games left to play, but we're excited about where we're at. And, and one thing about I, I noticed about Thomas, it, it seemed like he's he's one of those kids that never come off the field, and that's the way it seemed like he was playing this past uh, Friday night. And you know that just shows you that his condition is there, and he's a hard worker, and you know he's trying to get better, and he has a whole another year to develop, and he's really beginning to blossom. I guess feel that he's going to blossom, and the things that the schools that he's really going out, to, I think that's really going to take place if he just continue what he's doing. Yeah, absolutely. He's, you know, he's he's really matured a lot in a year from his sophomore year. He was our best player as a sophomore. We're at a really big school. This is a four um, A school here in in this area, and so we see a lot of big time schools and players through the out, through the area of Greensboro, but also in the Charlotte area in the playoffs and whatnot. So, um, yeah. Um, so we, uh, you know, we we you know we didn't really know a lot about him because I came in last year as a first year head coach at this school, and and he kind of came on the scene. We went from they ran a wing tee before me, now we're running a spread. So pretty big transition um and he really fit in real well because he you know he was a really good receiver and did a lot of things you know we brought him into the backfield we do a lot of jet sweep with him um that sort of thing so he had a uh, hundred catches last year something crazy like that and 
16, 17 touchdowns and was pretty productive, and we made the playoffs and finished second in our conference. And we were a, a young team in some respects um, and kind of a team that was a little bit experienced with what we were doing. So, um, yeah, pretty happy with the, the, the process that he's kind of following. He's a great kid, too, so there's a lot of things to be proud of in, in all angles there. Oh, okay. Okay. What would be some of your keys uh, for success for the remainder of this year? Well, for I mean, the big thing, like any coach would say, is just staying healthy, you know, and keeping everybody as fresh as you can be and, you know, kind of recovering from the bumps and bruises of each game. And we've been able to do that pretty well, knock on wood. But um, we we definitely have had our share of injuries. We've, been, we've had two offensive linemen out most of the year. We just got one back last week, and it made the world of a difference. Um, just having that guy back. But I think, you know, that's the first thing. The second thing is just being better, um, especially on offense and, and production of quarterbacks. And uh, we got a lot more out of our quarterback play. Last Friday night we're expecting some bigger things. And we're, we're a little bit more versatile than what we were at the beginning of the year just because we're at in the season with, you know, we put different kids at quarterback, Thomas. We run some wildcat stuff and do some – he scored on a 50-yard um, run that was kind of a wildcat package. You know, so just being versatile and just, you know, just getting better and just, you know, just trying to find ways to, to continue to win. That's the key. Okay. Okay. That's good. And who are some of the key leaders on offense and defense? I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say key leaders on offense? Yes. Offense and defense. Okay. For us, um, we, we have a kid at quarterback by the name of Caleb Hummel. Um, he stepped in and done a really good job for us and just kind of been able to kind of feel his way through the system. And he was, he was in a close race at the beginning of the year with another kid who, started for us and it's kind of his production went a little bit down to us when we kind of started making a change we played them both for a while now we're going to this kid pretty much full time and then another kid by the name of trey turner who is a uh, already has a, a d1 offer in basketball as a, as a after he played a freshman year on the varsity team and uh, he's already getting looked at in football too he's 6'3 175 pounds and he's he's kind of raw in some respects he didn't get to play football last year due to an injury um, and uh, has come in and done a great job, compliments Thomas extremely well. Um, we have a kid by the name of Cameron Cloud who's a freshman. So you can you can tell that we're really young. Um, we, we start a sophomore, a freshman, and a junior in our three big wide receiver spots. Um, and, uh, you know, those those three guys, um, the, I'm sorry, the freshman kid named Cameron Cloud, and he's a heck of a football player. Not real big, but he's he's really productive for us with what we ask him to do. Um, and then we, we feel good about a couple of our offensive linemen just do a great job for us and, I've gotten a lot better, and we I think we only have one senior. Or I'm sorry, we have two seniors on offense that play. So, you know, we're pretty excited about what we're doing right now. We're excited about, you know, next year as well. Oh, okay. That's, that's good. That's good. Uh, what can you build upon uh, from this current team? I, I think you pretty much answered that a little bit earlier, but if you want to expand on that a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing is just continuity. One of the things that, you know, I think we face as high school coaches is just, you know, we're we're constantly battling against all the – external things that pull kids away from what used to be easy for you and I to go in and, you know, as, as high school players, high school athletes, I should say, and just be very focused. And, you know, you got social media, video games, you know, what all the negativity and the laziness that has become what our society is, I guess, be, you know, has, has leaned towards. And so I think that battling those things is the first thing. And we've been able to really you know, kind of battle through those components because I think what comes from those things is certain kids develop a high level of selfishness. One of our one of our favorite things that we talk about, one of our slogans is, we always say we will not suffer from the disease of me. Um, and we we talk about it all the time. So we always talk about fighting against the disease of me. And and, and it's funny because you're in your circle when you start the season. And we we even had some kids that have this or are no longer with us. That sort of thing that at the time heard all those messages. But you know how to just like any disease when you are 
when you are suffering from a disease, you just can't remove it until you make a choice to do something about it and to pursue treatment and things like that. So we, we try to talk about it from a me, like a medical parallel because it's so true with society and different things that we face. So it's been really good for us to try to build a culture based on, you know, kids that are unselfish and doing the right things. And that's kind of where we're at right now. We really see a big, um, big improvement from a year ago, and we feel like we're going to take the next step again going into the next year in that respect. Okay. All right. That's, 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 that's a fair assessment. Um, you know, the, the, um, what is the biggest challenge you see facing high school coaches in trying to help put players are prepared for the college recruiting process? Well, I, I think that's, that's a really good question. I, I think the challenge is, is that the, just like I mentioned, the high school realm has changed so much in, in regards to what we face. So is the recruiting piece because of all the same reasons. And so, you know, they're competing on a higher level. And I think, you know, in talking to several college coaches that I spend a lot of time with here and there, um, you know, they say the same things. They're like, you know, we feel like we're competing against more things to get kids convinced of, you know, not just our school, but just to be committed to the process. And, and, and their whole point is trying to evaluate kids beneath the surface, not knowing all the details. Like we would know more about this kid than you would as a recruiter. Um, there might be some unforeseen things. Cause there's a few kids like in the area that, you know, have certain offers and, and, you know, and, and I know stuff about them from other coaches that I'm, I'm like, man, I, I just can't believe that they really want to pursue that kid. You know, that, you know, this kid's been injury prone or you, you hear about him getting in trouble. And, you know, so, and, and that's, that's the tough part of the college recruiting thing is it's just, I think the camps have become a big thing, um, which is, which is good and bad. I think it's a, it's a moneymaker, but I think it's a way that they get them live and they get a really good hard look at them to see what they can and can't do. And, um, you know, we have, you know, we have, we have kids all the time to go through that process and they spend a lot of money going to camps and some get false hopes from that too, where they think that well, this coach talked to me and he took a look at me and, you know, and college coaches are stupid. They're going to keep any kid that they think has a shot on the hook as much as they can. Um, just like, you know, if you were a used car salesman, you're going, you're going to do everything you can to sell that car. So that's, that's what I do with recruiting. No, I think, I think you went back and listened to my show because, Unfortunately, I'm, I'm not saying all college coaches out there, but you, you hit it around the head. Uh, there, there are so many used car salesmen out there, and that's yes, why I was explaining to Thomas about, you know, when he start receiving these letters in the mail, you know, make sure he get with you or or, or myself right. to make sure that these are legit offers, not just to get in the car and drive with the family. Uh, that's one thing exactly. that I'm trying to educate parents in regards to because you're going to receive. I, I won't use the word, but you receive a lot of mail in the mail that is not really right. mail. Right. No, but, you're right. You're right. And, and, and I, I'm just trying, you know, 150 miles is far enough to go out to visit a school. Less than the school have right. real interest in you. And, and, and still, if you have evaluated my film, you have done everything you need to do. Right. If you haven't told me now, why do I need to come to camp to do more? What more can exactly. I do in a camp when I have exactly. done anything? So, you know, yeah. Yeah, you're uh, right. That's, I, a good, that's a good analysis. I, I'm not, I'm not, I believe in, yes, you do need to go to camp. They do need to see you work out and things like that. But I don't believe you flying all over the country. I have some kids from Florida. They go to California. They go, they go to <laughs> oh, Arizona, Texas. They go to Alabama. They go to Mississippi. The whole summer is spent traveling. And then when they come yep. back, they haven't taken the SAT or ACT test yet. Sure. So, uh, sure. Those are the things that I try to educate the parents in regards to uh, right. uh, the recruiting. That's good. Now, this one here, I always ask high school coaches this question here. How okay. do you uh, 
encounter a parent or parents that's not realistic about the recruiting process of their skill <laughs> uh, set. I have a feeling you're going to ask me that. Um, <laughs> man, that's that's a tough one. Let me, I'll just give you an example. Um, so I, I coached a kid that um, when I came into school that uh, I was told, mainly by the parents, that, you know, how great he was and you know, he was this, that, and the other, and, you know, this, and all these schools looking at him. And I didn't know him, so I wouldn't have known anything about it. And so I get there and I just kind of listen to him. They kind of go through the whole piece with me about school and and here's and they gave me this big packet of information and you know here's here's what he's doing and da 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 so again I'm just kind of following you know following along just kind of pay attention I was new so I you know, I'm just listening to him and what they had to say and then uh, you know I'm there for a month I'm there for two months I don't get a zero I get zero calls on this kid and zero contacts and there's some schools that start coming in that you know sort of ask some questions about him but there's not any um, I guess high level interest, and so mm-hmm. we kind of work work our way through the. You know, he kind of had a tough year. He got injured several times, and really wasn't, in my opinion, as good as um, as advertised or whatever you want to call it. Okay. Um, and the advertisement was coming more, more so from the parents, so um, that makes it a little bit more different. Um, but anyway, so as we kind of work through that, in the end, you can probably guess where I'm going. Who got blamed for the fact that he didn't get college scholarship? Right. Um, right. And that was me. You know, at the end of the day, I think when you have parents who are unrealistic and don't understand the process and the fact that there are measurables, and there are some kids who, like Thomas, for example, he doesn't have every measurable, but he has a lot of them. I know I heard him say that on the phone. It, he wouldn't because he's a very humble kid, but he has a lot of measurables, but he doesn't have them all. He's not six five. You know, like we've got two kids in the area that are receiver recruits that by measurables are more recruitable than him. But you ask anybody around here, he's better than that. You know, just in regards to his ducks and his play and when he has the ball. We had a punt return uh, a couple weeks ago. He broke ten tackles. That's no joke. He got tackled by the tenth guy. Um, I've never seen that, ever. I've, I've never seen that in my life. And it's legit. It's on his highlight video. You know, it's just like you can't teach that stuff. So, anyways, um, I think that's that, the one you know, I was when it comes to the – That's the one I was telling him earlier that he needed to tweak it a little bit. That's the one when I saw it, I say this should be the first play – that a college coach see. That's going to bring exactly. the wild. So you did see that? Yes. Okay. And, I mean, it's impressive. I mean, you know, you can't coach that. I mean, I, I think we do a pretty good job coaching, but I can't coach anybody to do that. <laughs> so, you know, and at the end of the day, going back to what I was saying with the parent thing, I mean, you know, there's going to be some parents that just don't get it because they're either misled by other coaches or they get put on the hook by, you know, a, a college coach thinking what they're saying is going to come to – fruition when at the end of the day they're just doing their job and trying to keep as many kids in the in the ring if you will because it's like this parent's trying to convince me well you know so-and-so said if they come to the camp they might offer him at the camp and i'm like listen like they may do that but at the end of the day like he's going to have to be productive and he's going to have to do this and he's, you know, he doesn't have all the measurables and he doesn't compete you know as well in certain situations of the kids so it is tough because i've dealt with some, some parents who just flat out don't get it well and and, and... I experience that on a daily basis because, you know, unfortunately, right. uh, student athletes, they, they go to the big name camps. I won't get into the camp's name because, uh, you know, we all in the business to help the student athletes. Uh, right. And I would never offer, and this is me speaking as a recruiter, I would never offer a kid in shorts and T-shirts. And too many right. kids are getting from 707 and, you know, and then when the season come on and the pads come on, 
you don't hear anything else from that kid at all. Exactly. When, so that's why the um, camps are kind of kind of a joke sometimes because it's like, okay, this kid ran four 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 nine. Well, that's fantastic. Can he catch? Can he make plays? You know. And that's 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 hand time. That's not laser. Exactly. Exactly. Good point. And who's on the stopwatch? Exactly. So. Last question, and I, I'm gonna have to let you get out of here. I have to get to my uh, my my final committed player from Georgia Tech. That's fine. Uh, but you touched on it a little bit. What is the big difference between when me and you came through back way way when when we had real to real VHS tape versus the recruiting <laughs> process? <now? laughs> <laughs> you said the question was what has changed. I didn't hear you exactly. I say, what has changed? Is it is it a big difference with the social media now with huddle um, versus back when we win? Is the process a lot easier, a lot harder? Uh, I think. Well, I mean, on- yeah, I mean, I, I think it's easier. I mean, I think the process is better in a lot of respects for like college coaches because, like you just said, like huddle. I mean, heck, you know, you and I just talked for the first time on what Sunday through email or text or whatever it was, and you probably already watched Thomas's film because you had access to it online. You know, so it's like. It's really easy to access a lot of that stuff for college coaches to get on there. Plus, you can find out quick, you know, quickly. You can get on even like a, go onto a local newspaper and find out what happened during a game if you're trying to follow a kid. And so, yeah, I think the scope of recruiting has changed drastically. And I think in a lot of ways it's been a good thing, but in some ways it becomes distracting and, and more of a problem at times too because of all the different components that go with it and I guess the false hopes that are created for certain kids, especially. Mm-hmm. Coach, I want to thank you for taking time out to be with us. I, I really Absolutely. appreciate it. Uh, yes, sir. I, I, nothing but success down the road, and I definitely will stay in contact with you. Um, sure. I, I give you a call later in the week. You know, you know, possibly we can do some things up there. You know, in regards to uh, because yeah. from what I'm what I'm seeing, a lot of the areas are not in that particular area is not heavily recruited. Yes, you do have some right. major division schools that, but there's a lot of schools up there. I have a lot of strong contacts. Uh, with a lot of the uh, FCS schools in that area. So I'm going to give you a call later. We talk about some things like that. And um, Thomas, I thank you for your time. And um, Yes, sir. We'll move on to our next guest after a short break. And uh, thanks, Coach, once again. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Same to you. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Wow, this has been an awesome night. Uh, we got one more special guest. I saved him for last. We have a Georgia Tech commit that's on the line. He's the player of the week from the state of Georgia. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Tonight. How are you? I'm doing great. Tell our listeners a little something about yourself, uh, your name, high school, and things like that for the ones that did not get a chance to read about you on social media. Hi, my name is DJ Mills. Um, I'm 5'11". 215, um, I bench 300, I uh, power clean 3, 330, 
I squat five thirty. Um, I play running back, and I also play linebacker for Wake County High School, and I stay in Wake Forest, Georgia. I was born and raised here. Wait a minute. You say you squat how much? Five thirty in high school. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this young man, he's already committed. Uh, he's been through the recruiting process. He's going to tell you a little something about what his current GPA and test scores are. Okay. Right now my uh, current GPA is a 3.4. Um, uh, my test score, the only thing I took was the ACT. I only took it twice. The first time I made 17, the second time I made 21, which gave me a automatic ticket to, like, go to college. Okay. That's 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 great. Now, what are you planning on majoring in once you uh, get on campus at Georgia Tech? I plan on majoring in business. Oh, that's good. That's good. Another business major. I, I like this. This is very productive because that's what I received my degree in, in business administration, amount in sociology and psychology. Yeah, that's wow. good. That's good. <laughs> I thought about I thought about having something to minor in, but I don't know exactly what I want to minor in yet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hey, hey, it's not. Hey, just think about this here. You have four years to think about that. Yeah, you know, you, you you don't have to go in into Georgia Tech saying, "Hey, I, I got to get into this and get into that." You got to get a feel for everything once you get on the college campus there. Now, yeah, why, why did you choose Georgia Tech? Over other schools that was coming out to you? Uh, I simply chose them because, I mean, I ain't a fan of being too far away from home, so that really now I've done a lot of my choices. It's like my last three choices between um, Florida State because that ain't never like a two and a half hour, but and Atlanta is like four hours, but still it's closer. And I didn't want to go to Florida State because there's a lot of trouble down there, so I mean, I won. I, cho- I chose someone where I felt safe, and yeah, it felt good being on that campus and stuff to me. And my mom and them and everybody, they just, they left it up there, and then basically where I wanted to go. Okay, that's good. That's good. You, you know, uh, you you stay in the state. You know, and, and and one thing I hear about you, you make your own decision. You don't. You did not let no one force you into making a decision. So that is that is a, a, a great decision uh, that you. You, you you have narrowed it down and that you are you know, you're gonna be a rambling wreck, you know, for four yeah. years. Yeah. And you wanna do your thing. Uh matter of fact, I ain't gonna say that, but I think you can step on right now and do a little something to, you know, help them out a little bit. But you know, we got yeah. time to get enjoy, enjoy your high school. Enjoy your high okay. school. All right. What position you would like to play once you into college? Well, I'm into college I I wanna play um be back for uh, and I mean, anywhere they, anywhere they need to play. If they really want to put me, I can play anything on the field, really. Okay, okay. That's good. Now, you went through the recruiting process. Tell the other student athletes what it's like by getting phone calls. And I'm pretty sure you still get phone calls from college coaches when you're, you have made your decision. Just give them a little bit in regards to the recruiting process, what some of them that has not experienced, and just give them a little bit what you went through. Well, something that I went through was like started getting like I really didn't know I was gonna be a like a D one athlete. Like I, I know what kind of really had they had a couple of D one athletes go go off to college and two of only two well two major pros, but I didn't really know I was gonna be a college like 
college prospect or whatever. And as my ninth grade year, I got my first offer from Georgia Tech. And then my 10th grade year, I started getting more offers. So I was like, oh, my goodness. So I was like, wow. And then, like, you started having all different coaches. Then once you got Coach Stevens, then I ain't never seen any, like, D1 college coaches come to the office. We had coaches from all over the world. I even had Oregon come all across, across the United States out for me. And, like, it, it's crazy because they just, they're trying to, they like, they're trying to persuade you so bad to come there. And then you start getting a whole bunch of letters. And they constantly send you letters. You have about 10 letters from them at one time. And then sometimes they'll come to your house, you knock on the door, they'll call, and they'll send you on visit. You get three free tickets to come to a game, and you can take you and two other people. And mm-hmm. then they get. That's about it. That's about all I went through. And it's still crazy now because a lot of them still DM me on Twitter and stuff, trying to ask me to come, come take a visit and stuff like that, but I don't want to do all that. Well, see, the thing is, one thing I, I hear from you, you're solid for Georgia Tech. You know, uh, nothing is going to make you weigh because one thing you're looking at, you're looking at not only for yourself, but you're also looking at your parents. Uh, that, that way they'll get a chance to come and see you play and things like that. That's outstanding that you have made your mind up and you're focused on. Uh, what goals do you have, have set for the remainder of this year? Uh only goes through my head for the rest of the night of the year is to keep my grades up, finish school, come out. I mean, I want to go to the state championship for, for this, um, this football season as since be gone. And this football season going by so fast because I'm a senior now and it's like college out there. I know I ain't got long to go to college and I leave. I, I leave to go to college in January. So, I mean, I did you think about finishing it up and go ahead and get out there. I can help out the team out there. Yeah, I, I, I feel. Did you ever imagine that your senior year would go by this quick? I, I never did. I, I thought it was gonna go by slower. Because at first, I mean, a lot of people like past seniors that I knew, like my girl, well, my girlfriend, she already in college, but she, um, she, um. When she tell, she used to tell me that seeing her senior year going by so fast, and like it seemed like days going by so fast. It seemed like I, like it, in my senior year, finally here, and like it changed so fast. Yeah, that that's it. it you know, that's why I, you know I tell you, you know, student athletes enjoy the moment. You know, like I, I posted on Twitter a couple uh, weeks ago that you know some of the high seniors don't only have like three or four more games left in their career, and you you got an opportunity. You, you know, you. Like you said, you're going in mid you're mid year. You're going in January, you know, to get bigger and stronger. I don't know, you know, five hundred pounds squatting already, you know. That that's great. Now, away from football and away from your your honey, what are some of your other hobbies? Uh, some of my other hobbies I like to go play with some friends, play on the Xbox, uh PlayStation three. Um, we go mud bogging, go through we like to go to this place called Fat Daddy. It's like a big mud-bogging place down here. And you can go down, you can just ride through all types of mud, and you go up on the water and come back out on the water, riding the razor and stuff, riding four wheelers and stuff, all in the water and stuff. And oh, okay. go to go to the movies and stuff like that. Oh, okay, okay. You put on the show last week. 
Tell our listeners something about last week's game, because from 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 your from your head coach, he said you absolutely put on the show based on your stats and things like that. You yes, you did. Just tell us something about uh, our last week game. Last week game, man. I mean, it wasn't a good game, but it also was a good game because we came out, we fought hard for the game. But thing is, they just put up more points than us. That's the only problem. But our defense fought hard. I mean, I ain't know, I didn't know, I didn't know I had that many travels. I just know that I just heard my name like almost every play. Every time I was on defense, and like every time I get up, I see my picture on the big screen. Every, almost every play, constantly season. So I didn't really know I had them, I had made them play. And like, coach been teaching us how to tackle and stuff. Like, like I, I, I've been knew how to tackle, but like the way he teaches us how to tackle now is like the leading into college tackling. So. I mean, you got we've been practicing like this little gator roll. You just grab them by the ankles and, and, and roll you and twist your body around as you're going down to the ground. And I did that one time Friday, and then you get a reward for every time you do it. So um, I just came out with a couple big hits and running over big linemen and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you're close to yeah. Uh, I, I, I went back and, and watched the whole game tape. Uh, I could not believe that you ran over a lineman like that. But that just shows you what you squat, you know, what, yeah. you, what type of, you know, damage you can do. Yeah, uh, last question, I'm going to let you get out of here, and that way you can get back to the party and things like that. I really appreciate you taking a few minutes out to talk to us. And once again, yeah. I want to thank you and your high school coach for nominating you for the player of the week for week seven. Uh, the last question yeah. for you. What should the Georgia Tech fans expect from you once you arrive on campus? Uh, they expect me to come out there and put on, um, come out there and work hard. Um, a lot of people, down, like a lot of Georgia Tech fans down here, they they want me to go out there, go to school, do good, focus on um, football. I ain't gonna always be here, so I want to go out there and focus on school a lot too, so I can have a second option just in case football don't work in the future. That is a excellent statement. You, all you student athletes out there, did you get to hear what that young man said? He said that he wants to go up there to get an education first. If it doesn't work out, he has something. If football does not work out, he has something to fall back on, a, a, a degree from Georgia Tech. A, a, a degree from Georgia Tech, he, anywhere in Georgia, he can walk in and, and, and make some serious money. So make sure that you're a student first, you're an athlete second. Do not let anyone take your education away from you. He's going to, you know, he's a commit to Georgia Tech. He's going to, a, a great education, a free education based on what his athletics have done. But the main thing is he's taking advantage of it by going out to his degree. And that's what every student athlete should be focused on. Not so much the next level out college, but focus on getting a degree and coming back and helping your community. Anything else you have for me tonight before I release you? No, sir, that'll be all. I just want to say good luck to all the rest of the recruits and stuff, y'all. Um, I mean, like I said, focus on school first and then be an athlete second. I mean, football going football is like football ain't always be there for you, so I mean, focus. That's all I got to say. All right, thank you, and and, and best of luck. To the- Hey, your parents, I said hello. Thank you for allowing you to be on there. I want to thank your head coach for nominating you for the player of the week. 
And I want to thank all our special guests that uh, tuned in tonight and all our listeners that tuned in tonight. Okay, no problem. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at Diamond in the Rough Football Recruiting. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at D-I-T-R-F-R. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at D-I-T-R-F-R. Also, don't forget to download our program on iTunes at Diamond Show. Also, refer the show to a friend or a teammate or another parent. Once again, I want to thank all our special guests for taking time out to join us tonight. And we definitely will see you next uh, tomorrow night. We will do a rebroadcast in regards to um, schools from a, uh, a coach. This will be a rebroadcast. Everyone have a great night. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.